This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute. And available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Whoa! <laughs> Ever have someone barge in on you unexpectedly? They open a bedroom or bathroom door without knocking first. It's nerve-wracking and can be really embarrassing. Well, how would you feel if you found out that someone had been in the room with you all along, but without your knowledge? You see, technology could be invading your bedroom in a bad way. I'm talking about cameras, tiny, tiny cameras that record your every single move. Watching someone with hidden cameras used to be something you really only saw in James Bond movies. And it used to be something that only famous people really had to worry about. But today, with the advent of online trolling, live streaming, and other ways we invite people into our personal lives via technology, people have become, well, voyeuristic. The sad fact is, you don't always know if someone is watching you or secretly recording you, especially if you're on vacation, in a hotel, a cruise ship, or a rental property. Even in a cabin in the middle of the woods, you may not be alone. More and more vacationers are discovering hidden cameras, and you won't believe all the places they're being concealed in. Today's camouflage technology is brilliant, and surveillance cameras are so darn small these days, it's nearly impossible to spot them. But take heart, all is not lost, there is hope. You can fight back. You see, I have a scoop on some gadgets that will help you find all those hidden cameras. This particular topic hit really close to home because I had the very unpleasant experience of this happening to me. But I didn't just find one camera, no, no, no. I found seven hidden cameras in a property that I rented online. I'm America's digital pro, Kim Commando. And in this Commando On Demand podcast, we're gonna talk about the laws that may or may not protect you if you should find these hidden cameras. And you'll hear more about my personal experience. Plus, we're going to talk to a hidden camera specialist, someone who knows all about hidden cameras and the devices that can track them down. If you love technology, you really should get our Commando On Demand podcast delivered to your phone, your computer, or your tablet automatically. That way you can listen anywhere. I explore all kinds of tech, like hidden cameras and web protection, how to be an online entrepreneur, protecting yourself from cyber attacks, and so much more. Just hit subscribe on Apple iTunes or Google Play. This way, you get my podcast automatically, even while you're sleeping. Okay, we all look forward to our vacations, right? We work hard, so when we get away, we really want to get away. Whether it's going to the mountains or heading to the beach, I know when it's vacation time, I am so ready for rest and relaxation. I don't want to have to really think about my work or my staff or anything else. I look forward to letting my hair down. I don't even put on any makeup when I'm on vacation. I just want to separate myself even just for a few days. So whether I'm in, say, an Airbnb, a hotel, or some other rental, the last thing I expect or need or want is to be recorded. So there I was in an Airbnb private rental home. I was just minding my own business. Peacefully, I might add, just sitting there watching television. But it turns out that someone else was minding my business as well. 
I found seven cameras inside the house in the common areas. Of course, there were a slew of cameras outside too, but seven cameras. So what did I do? I immediately covered them up and then I started to think, are hidden cameras even legal? Is there anything I can do? What about privacy in areas like bathrooms and bedrooms? Is this a violation? What kind is it, criminal or civil? Now I do have to tell you on that Airbnb rental where I found all these cameras, at the very, very bottom of the listing in really, really small letters, there was a line that said, surveillance cameras are placed inside and outside the home. Lesson learned for me and now one for you too. But let's talk about the legal aspects of hidden cameras for just a moment. My name is Mark Lamber. Mark is an attorney at Fenimore Craig. It's a leading Western law firm. He's been on Fox News, CBS News, CNN. He says there's no black or white answers. A lot of the legal ramifications depends totally on the circumstances. Public is not private. So there are areas that if you're renting an apartment, as an example, it's clear that they can't have a camera pointed at your bed in the bedroom. There can't be a camera in the bathroom because those are locations in which, lawyers, we like to say, you have a reasonable expectation of privacy. Now, in more public areas, let's say the backyard, let's say the kitchen, there's some disagreement as to whether cameras are appropriate or not. So in general, local and state laws usually permit landlords to install cameras in so-called public spaces. I also found out that there are no federal laws regulating the subject. There are only state laws. So the difference being, in most states, there are laws now that prohibit knowingly videoing someone if they're engaged in some conduct that one would think they'd want it private. Again, the typical examples are you're in a bedroom, you're in a bathroom, areas where people may not be dressed, a locker room. Those are areas in which criminally, you're not knowingly permitted to video someone. And if you do, the penalty is very steep. You can have um, felony convictions for people kind of peeping toms who are videoing people in these very, very private places. So legally, there are a lot of gray areas. So when, when lawyers use the word reasonable, so reasonable expectation of privacy, the one thing that's for sure is different people will give different definition to reasonable. The gray areas may be uh, a living room, but what happens if the living room is connected to the bedroom, and so from the living room you see the bedroom? Is that appropriate or is that not? That's a gray area. Same thing with the kitchen. You would argue the kitchen is a completely public area, but what happens if you're in a studio and you have a lot of rentals that are really just one large room? So a camera in the kitchen may also um, be looking at the bedroom. So it's an area where there's a lot of activity right now. Being stared at is unsettling. I mean, even for someone like me, who I'm pretty much used to being in the public eye, but a hidden camera in the bedroom, the bathroom, or other places, that would make anyone feel really uneasy. In some states, the statutes and laws are more specific than others. So they may say exactly where you can have a camera and where you can't. The penalty for violating these laws also varies depending upon how the state feels about covert video recording. In other words, 
whether it's a felony or a misdemeanor. Now, when I rented that vacation property, as I mentioned before, the listing did say at the very end that there would be security cameras in the house. In retrospect, I should have asked the host some very pointed questions, such as how many cameras there would be, the location of the cameras, whether the cameras would be recording, and what happens to those recordings after my stay. Now, I did ask Airbnb to clarify some things. It turns out if the host had not informed me of the indoor cameras, remember, there was that tiny line at the bottom of the listing that, quite frankly, I don't remember scrolling down that far to even have seen it. But anyway, Airbnb would have actually put me up at a nearby hotel. They would have investigated the matter. And if these undisclosed cameras were indeed found, Airbnb would have terminated that landlord's listing. So fair enough. And get this. As it turns out, if I had decided to sue, I probably would have had a case, even though I technically signed a contract when I rented the property through Airbnb. Regardless of whether it's in a contract or not, if they have it in the wrong place, in a place where there, there's an expectation of privacy, there, there could be criminal penalties and they could be quite severe to the owner or the landlord if they knew they were intentionally recording you when they should not have been. He says lawyers also have to take notice of where the hidden camera disclosure clause is in the contract. Is it buried on page 40 or is it right there front and center on first page? Are there multiple warnings or is there just one warning? So let's say you do the legal research and the offense doesn't warrant filing a criminal complaint. You still might be able to collect through a civil claim. You bring a claim for money and say, you know, this has caused me great upset. I have great emotional um, damage. Uh, it's affected my business, it's affected other things in my life, and so I want to sue you for, you know, whatever the monetary amount is, is if you can prove that they had a camera that was video recording in an inappropriate place and that you actually sustained damage as a consequence of it, you can recover money. Mark told me about a case a few years back. A family in New York found cameras in the bedroom and showers of a vacation rental. That's really creepy. Although they are awarded a few million dollars, the verdict is still out as to whether they'll actually get any of the money. So many factors go into this. It's truly a case-by-case -case basis, depending on where the family was staying, what exactly happened, where the cameras were placed, and what type of photos were taken. They take it up a notch if they're publishing it. If it's something that's published online, and so it's some discrete fact or information about you or some photo of you or a family member, and that's something that's disseminated online, um, it can be very impactful in your life. Okay, so that's definitely crossing the line in my book. And the experts at Brickhouse Security agree. Recording someone for the so-called purpose of blackmail or other malicious intent is illegal in any situation. But this is really kind of crazy. Would you believe that an audio recording has much stricter rules than a video recording? It's true. In many states, both parties need to be aware that an audio recording is taking place. My voice gets recorded all the time. And I would be really offended if someone recorded my private conversations without my knowledge. You see, audio recordings can be altered, just like video. Words can be taken out of place and mixed and matched in the conversation. The technology is much more advanced than you think. With just some basic software, your voice can be cut and pasted together to make it sound like you said something that you really didn't. There's a woman currently suing Airbnb, claiming that she was under the impression that the apartment she rented was a so-called private space. So she was frequently naked in the living room. She claims that 
She and her travel companion discussed sensitive topics while they were naked in the living room, like finances and relationships, things that the camera's microphone could have picked up and probably did. So does she have any legal recourse? Here's the company's policy as they've posted it on their website. It says, and I'm going to read it verbatim now, we expect hosts to respect their guests' privacy. You must notify your guests about any security cameras or other surveillance devices at or around your listing and get consent where required. The use of surveillance equipment may also be against the law in some places, so make sure you understand your local regulations. Okay, all that sounds great, but can this situation be avoided? According to Mark, well, here, take a listen. Wherever you go, whether it's a private um, vacation rental or it's a hotel, even though they're not supposed to do it, you know, I don't know that you're, they will ever be immune anymore from that. The situation gets even trickier when you rent a single room of a house or apartment. Your privacy domain would only extend to the bedroom and bathroom. Everywhere else is open game. The landlord or owner can put cameras everywhere else and it would probably be legal. So here's another smart tip for you. If you're planning to rent, check the listing carefully for any mentions of any cameras. Make it your mission upon arrival to check every single room for cameras. If you have the right tools, they're not as hard to find as you might think. Coming up, I'm gonna tell you about those devices that can help you spot tiny hidden cameras and how to effectively disable them. And we're also gonna talk about what you should do if you find cameras in your vacation rental. So stay with us. Hidden cameras come in all shapes and sizes. The large ones are obvious. They look like cameras. They're easy to spot. Smaller cameras, such as the Nest Drop Cam, are a little more cunning. They can slip behind furniture, decorations, or hide in vents. And anyone can buy these devices. Companies around the world sell them right off the shelf. Just ask Tony. Tony works at one of these places, and he knows the latest surveillance tactics. We feature uh, surveillance and counter-surveillance equipment uh, designed for people who want to um, monitor or, or otherwise find cameras that have been planted for them. There are many places to conceal a device, including a smoke detector. Which will look like a regular smoke detector, except that it has a built-in mini camera inside of it. One might be a, a desk alarm clock, could be a camera, um, or even uh, paintings or picture frames can be transformed into cameras. Quality-wise, the choices are endless. If you want high definition, you got it. You want to record audio or video 24 hours a day, you can get that too. Let's say you want a live AV transmission delivered directly to your phone, that's pretty easy. You can spy, survey, and listen 24-7. If it's just the audio you want, you can plant a recording device underneath a lampshade or a couch pillow. That's easy peasy. So how can you find a hidden mini camera in a rental property? I mean, it's the first time you've actually walked into this place. This is the fun part. You see, there are several devices available on the market that can find all these cameras. One of them is called the camera lens verifier, and it is a device that sends out a powerful infrared light and when it hits the camera lens, the infrared bounces back into the viewfinder. 
as a small blinking white light and effectively identifying the hidden cameras. So you can see it. Now the camera can be on or off, it doesn't matter. It, this this uh, verifier will find that camera if it, is, if it is present. You can rent these devices or you can just buy them. Tony says most people buy them. The price range is between $350 and $8,500. Boo, that's expensive. And a lot of the price depends on the intensity and the features. This lens verifier is uh, it's designed to penetrate any protective film that might be put placed on the lens to you know to prevent it from being detected. That's the downfall of some of the uh, other cheaper lens verifiers that are in the market. They just don't penetrate the lenses, so you think you got nothing when in fact there may be a camera there. Even if you're not great with tech, this one is fairly easy to use. Initially, when you get into your door, uh, I would you know, take out the, the lens verifier, and then once you turn it on, it will emit this red infrared light. And look through the viewfinder and just do an initial scan through the room and see if anything blinks back at you. If, if a white light is blinking back at you and it doesn't look like it, it should be a camera there, then it, it might be something worth investigating. Okay, now, I want you to use your imagination. Pretend you're in a spy movie for just a second. You need to... Do a close visual inspection of all the vents. Plus, look for any holes or gaps in the walls or ceilings. Now remember, for a camera to see you, you have to be able to see it too. So it can't be entirely hidden. While you're in the spy movie mode, you can also get an RF detector. An average one can sniff out a wireless camera within 10 feet or so. Some of the more expensive ones even have screens that will show you what the camera is seeing. Now, unfortunately, RF detectors aren't that great for wired or record-only cameras. For those, you're going to need to stick with the lens reflection method. Now, here's another way you can find out what devices are connected to the rental. What you do is you connect to the rental's wireless network. There are free programs like Wireless Network Watcher. They're going to show you which gadgets are in operation. In some cases, this allows you to spot connected cameras. But... You have to be aware that some tech-savvy owners, they can bypass a main connection by just putting the cameras on a separate network or the guest network. Or if they're old school, they probably are using wired or record-only cameras, which can't be detected on any network. So let's say the rental property is controlled by a home automation system. This is fairly new tech. It's grown like gangbusters in the past five years. Still, it's fairly easy to find those cameras. Simply open the system controller menu and look for anything mentioning cameras or video. Remember, what you also want to do is scan television channels for anything that looks suspicious. Because odds are, the devices are going to be listed in there too, and you can see what the cameras are saying. I'm going to let you in on a secret, but just to let you know, it's illegal in the United States. There are things such as hardware jammers that block Wi-Fi entirely. Using a jammer, you could easily take any and all these internet-connected cameras offline. But again, these jammers are totally illegal here in the United States. It's sad that we even have to think about this stuff, isn't it? Um, but like Mark says, it's unfortunate, but we do have to take these steps. But even thinking about it, going into a vacation rental and going through room by room, you know, with your device and, and you're, you're turning the lights down, it seems like um, the wrong way to begin a vacation. I couldn't agree more. Unless you're in a spy movie, it's unnerving. And to me, it's unacceptable. So what do you do if you find a camera that you were not informed of ahead of time? Step one, call the police and use this exact phrase. 
I have direct evidence that my landlord or Airbnb host is spying on me without my knowledge or permission inside my rental home. Then, while you're waiting for the police to arrive, document the situation. Take videos and photos using your phone. Remember, narrate the video. You want to tell your story. If you're traveling with others, ask them to be witnesses. Remind them that this is a severe infraction, that their privacy was about to be invaded, and they were about to be victimized too. Once you have your police report in hand, contact the rental site. And make no mistake, stumbling over surveillance cameras isn't just creepy. This is a big deal. It involves your basic constitutional rights and the law. One of the things you need to ask yourself too is, is you know, why would someone really want to be watching me? If you're just an ordinary person, you hope that you're not that interesting and, and, and someone isn't targeting you. But the concern um, with being watched and videotaped is then somehow that's publicly disseminated. Someone puts it online and it could include audio as well. So if you're speaking with someone about, I don't know, um, you're a real estate agent and you're talking about some type of confidential land deal and now that's been picked up on audio tape, that can be something that's really dangerous as well. Now granted, although these cases are just a small percentage of the lawsuits that Mark handles, it is a growing trend. I can't say we see it, you know, on a day-to-day -day basis, but we see it with some regularity where people feel as though um, their privacy has been invaded in different contexts, in different ways. So whether it's at, um, in a locker room, where someone photographed them, or they come to find out they were photographed, or in a dressing room, uh, or they're renting uh, an apartment for a vacation. In the future, hidden cameras are not only going to get smaller, the technology's pretty amazing. Researchers are experimenting with lens removal from cameras in order to make them even smaller. Get this, Rice University in Houston, Texas developed what's called the flat cam. This thing produces images that are 512 by 512, even though the device, imagine this, is only a half a millimeter thick. That's crazy. Researchers at the University of Washington, meanwhile, have come up with something called Poe Wi-Fi where you can power a battery-free camera using a Wi-Fi router. Yes, I said battery-free. This means no more replacing batteries in your hidden cameras. And get this, researchers in Europe have developed a camera that can see around walls. The camera actually sends a laser pulse near the corner of a floor it's trying to see around. The laser light scatters and bounces off of an object. Then the camera picks up on that reflected light. It's very cool, isn't it? But it could be potentially dangerous at the same time. So that's why I'm so bent on giving you the lowdown on the latest tech. I'm not against technology. I love it. When you buy a piece of equipment, it's your responsibility to master it because it can easily turn you into a victim. As cool as a new gadget may be, it can also be used for the dark side. The next time you rent a vacation home or apartment, I hope this podcast helps you spot hidden cameras. Arm yourself with the knowledge, know your rights, have a plan of action. And most importantly, relax and have some fun. If you like this podcast, do me a favor, head over to iTunes or Google Play and give it a five-star rating and a terrific review. Um, this helps more people find my podcasts. And as you know, podcasts on the internet, it's all about sharing.